0: Do we have like a holiday? Is this a holiday special?
1: <laughs> we can.
0: I don't know. This my, I don't the ice to, in my glass could be jingle
1: bells. I don't want to introduce any, any <laughs> editing things that we have to do. <laughs> That's true. Fair I was enough. I was gonna suggest holiday music, for, but but I was gonna feel like ah yeah. It's yeah, not so any editing. Let's not introduce any editing. So <laughs> hard.
0: We're back after a... Uh, brief hiatus. Brief hiatus. It was probably longer than brief. I don't It was pretty long. When was the last episode? Um, I don't even know. <laughs> <You> <laughs> gotta open the website. Yeah, so it's been a while. Um, we're excited to be back. We're in a new... May. 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 Oh, May wow. 19th. So we're that's like... Hard. Yeah, that's a while. Okay, well, we thank you for sticking with us. If you've stuck with us... <laughs> Um, so let's uh, let's kick it off. I guess since May, a lot of stuff's happened. One of the big ones, though, that we had touched on before is the Apple TV. Um, Jeff, do you want to talk a little bit about the Apple TV?
1: Yeah, um, I think that, yeah, like we, we had a fateful episode um, 2.5 that we tried to talk about media centers in general prior but to the Apple TV that we didn't get out, technical difficulties. It um, happens. So if, yeah, we can we can rehash it, and things I think have changed a bunch since we recorded that, um, namely, I think we both got the new Apple TV in 32 gigabytes.: We did, yes,
0: which that the new Apple TV was announced, I guess in wwdc
1: wwDC did they talk about it? No, True. it was
0: it was after that. Oh, was it the iPhone event
1: in September?: I think it was the iPhone then, yeah the iPhone yeah. event in September then released at the end of October. Right, yeah, and I bought it right away.
0: And I think, I think you, we both, we both pre-ordered
1: it on the website and right. we had our little gripes because it didn't get delivered until Monday, Tuesday.
0: Oh, that was the first thing that was so yeah, annoying. Yeah. And you could get it in the retail stores on Friday. On Friday. Day of, yeah. Day of. Oh. No line. Not like the iPhone, no line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we both tried to cancel it and couldn't because it had already been dispatched, I guess, to their warehouse or whatever. Um, but I got the Apple TV, I guess, Monday, it came in Monday night or Tuesday, maybe, and um, and I kind of, we walked through setting it up right away, and it was kind of a pain to set up because I know one of the big things that people were frustrated about it with launch was that the iOS remote app didn't actually work with the Apple TV. Um, and you couldn't type all of your passwords for all of your apps in. You had to use the remote, which was kind of a painful process.
1: Yeah, it wasn't like a QWERTY keyboard. It's like an A through Z long line. You had to swipe back and forth in. Which select like the, select the letters. That was yeah. That, like come on, <laughs> even QWERTY's still easier to like because it's
0: in a familiar spot. But just like zigzagging back and forth was really a pain in the butt. Um, fun fact, the re- Apple released iOS 9.1 for the TV today, um, which uh, actually fixes the remote issue. So the remote will work on the new uh, Apple TV update. The keyboards. The keyboards. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. So I didn't even know that. You can use the uh, iOS app to talk to the new Apple TV, which is weird. that it. Well, what I thought was more interesting about that was that it was a... Apple TV update, not an iOS app update. it's, that it's fixed Apple that.
1: TV OS. Yeah, it's TV OS. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's different. But
0: I, th- yeah, I thought for some reason I thought that we were gonna see the remote the iOS app remote compatibility be an update in the app the iOS app itself, not an oh. Apple TV app.
1: Oh interesting. So I don't
0: know, like maybe they just threw it. It the... added the endpoints
1: that the remote talks to. Yeah, probably. I guess they yeah. just threw all
0: the legacy code back in just to make it work
1: or Or re-implemented the API that it talks to or something. Yeah,
0: yeah, something like that. But yeah. um anyway, so that relieves that woe. Um but otherwise like I said to I, I think it was kind of like a really anticlimactic like setup process because everything just like worked well and it just i was kind of like oh well this is great so now like i get to watch tv again so you know Mm -hmm. i just started watching tv again
1: i I was actually a little impressed by uh starting it up and saying hey um do you want to use your network settings from your iphone yes and it did it over bluetooth Bluetooth, yeah and i went ahead and did it and then I just realized, like halfway through, I'm like why am I bothering this? Like, I have an Ethernet port already plugged in. I'm like I don't need this at the wireless stop. it's already plugged in. <laughs> I think mine is like
0: less than three feet from the router, but it, I still have it wireless because I don't want more wires in the mix. I,
1: I like to cook everything up by with ethernet yeah i like i like
0: having a certainty right yeah it won't go i guess of, of like
1: not like what if what if the roommate takes the microwave puts it in <laughs> yeah. your living room next to your router and starts uh, heating stuff up while you're in the middle of the most important move the point of the movie you're watching it's always the microwave that gets <laughs> the bad because <room. laughs> <You're like, laughs> well. the microwave puts out uh, um, like noise on those channels on the spectrum and, right. and then it messes up the, the, the signal are you five gigahertz at home
0: um are you still 2.4 or? i'm a hybrid i
1: actually have one of each oh okay yeah
0: i got and are you like i guess n or did yeah ni i haven't i'm not ac i'm at just N. Yeah, yeah i at my last apartment like we were on like a really super old linksys and it was a piece of shit fuck uh, where there goes our clean tag but <laughs> <laughs> it was a piece of crap and it uh uh i ended up just buying one of the apple routers like uh because they had just re-released like the thunderbolt one and it's now all ACified and everything, so it's just it's like you don't have to think about it. It is super fast, um, but I guess not technically as fast as gigabit Ethernet.
1: But no, actually, I think AC's theoretical um, networking, like its speed, is faster than gigabit Ethernet. Is it really? I think that it's theoretical. Oh, right. is faster. We would have to check it and put it in the show notes, maybe. But yeah, yeah. It, it, it. I think that it's theoretical is faster than gigabit. That's
0: really interesting. I didn't know that i i remember ac the big thing with it was like it has it's like they, they figured it was like kind of directional where like it can figure out the location of your device and it would sort of make it better but i i don't know if that was marketing mumbo jumbo or if that was actual like it's in the spec like there,
1: there, i think there's things just in the spec okay that are like really clever things that when you like kind of read about like these kind of little things whether it's like compression, error correcting, oh, wow. or or just like, because again, it's it's just ones and zeros going over, over right. the spectrum, but like the, all the little, the, the tricks they do, and then if you use two channels to get data over two kind of things, oh, there's, wow, okay. there's like so many different ways and different kind of like really and clever things that are being done just to get data out of, in and out between between devices.
0: So is that like, is that like in terms of like the OS, this not to get like too geeky, but like the Cisco
1: IO, or OSI model, like, is that the layer? I think it's IEEE. IEEE defines okay. um, the the like there's all these people who, who work towards this, these standards um, and it's it's governed by IEEE and then and then people implement it. And they, these things are are, are under they they get worked on for a really long time, and then so I, I know that Apple when I remember when Apple released their N related was like N draft. Oh yeah, draft N was because a big it thing. wasn't it wasn't ratified as a standard yet, so so right. was, the people were just using the draft of it, which was going to be pretty close to yeah what was it going to be to, to, at the in the end.
0: I do remember that. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's, that's super interesting because I, I guess like when you look at
0: like the Wireshark traffic over Ethernet, you see like Ethernet blocks and that's just like another way to like speak this language. Would that be... That's, I think that's, that's
1: TCP. Like, I mean, you're talking either TCP or the... the, the like e, below e,
0: TCP though. Like it's like you get like...
1: Packets of... Uh,
0: Of data? Or Or, I guess below that. So with all this, like, I'm just curious, like, where did, when you say, like, these clever tricks, like, where do they live on kind of, like, the stack of, like, networking? Is it, like, they're doing clever tricks with, like, physics where, like, the light, you know, is getting from here to there? Or it's, like, a layer up where it's kind of, like, some kind of firmware understands this and then it's getting, like, that's what I'm purely curious about. But I I think it's awesome that those clever tricks exist, I guess. I mean, because Wi-Fi can be really... Crappy at times, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's. I think like it's it's part of um, built into the the, the the spec of what what that is, and then and then like I think the, the things that are built into just general like TCP or UDP and like the, okay. the ways that are there are and then between the, the the two nodes, the way they might um, compress data and they like, they might send it back and forth between each other, or the way that they use two channels to to te- to get like dual channel and double the speed of what you can potentially get by using two different parts in the spectrum. Right. And negotiate this. this we're going to get, I'm going to get part of the data from here and part of the data yeah. from there. and That kind of stuff.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. That's like on a whole different level of like computer engineering. That <laughs> we I, are I, like, I, I prob- Whatever I said probably is completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. 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 If we have anybody that bothers <laughs> to Google this, please yeah. email us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's like, that's cool I think like pretty much AC is the standard then these days like it's the newest one yeah. yeah it's the newest one I mean pretty much any laptop you buy will have at the very least n yeah it's AC after that but I know all the Apple devices they like make it a marketing point to say that it's AC because they've gotten
1: rid of all their Ethernet jacks right yeah <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah.
0: totally true and I guess ethernet wise the next step is what 10 G's like ten gigabits a second
1: I guess yeah yeah I think that's yeah. the
0: next like the next jump and then i think if you talk to like some like frank knows about like they like aggregate links and it's like even higher than that yeah. like you can get like a terabit a second or something over like fiber back channels but
1: yeah but then then you think about like the the wacky things of like if you um if if you're you're not using your wireless and and you plug in a usb to ethernet you're actually even getting slower because maybe if it's a USB 2 port, oh god, yeah, it's it's only 400. Maybe yeah, it's even less. You have even less throughput just from the USB than you do over the Ethernet.
0: Yeah, so I guess if you want to be as close to true speeds, you would choose like the Thunderbolt adapter. Yeah. It would yeah. technically be better, but you're still probably losing a good amount of just throughput because.
1: I think though that the Apple TV, the new yeah. Apple TV, doesn't have a gigabit Ethernet port in it. I think it's just a ten one hundred. Oh, I think you're. I think you're right,
0: actually. Yeah. I, I which think, is also kind of. Interesting, I remember people right? like bitching about that, but <laughs> then like it,
1: I guess like most people have wireless. So, so or... in the end, I like, guess to circle this back to the Apple <laughs> yeah. TV, you're, you're actually probably better off using your wireless because you're gonna get better, faster, faster speeds. Because yeah. like, my, my dinky ten one hundred Ethernet connection on mine is is right. gonna just kind of keep going. Oh my God! So anyway, <laughs> that tangent aside, um,
0: uh, Jeff, what apps did you install right away when you uh, loaded up the Apple TV?
1: Oh, my first app was Plex. Like that's like the main okay. reason. When when they announced that Plex was gonna have gonna make uh make an app for it, I, like that's like oh, I'm I'm gonna buy it. Like buy I think it.
0: yeah, Plex couldn't not make an app. The internet would have been so angry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean yeah. that was the. I feel like that's the first natural choice for. For like the third-party apps, I mean, for people like us. If otherwise, you could just go with some of the built-in ones or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I I, uh, I I have I've had for a long time not just a Mac Mini attached to my TV with HDMI, and I've been running like the best solution that I found was has been running the Kodi, which was formerly XBMC client, right, uh, to connect multiple kind of things. Like I had a I had a thing where. Um, I connected the um, Myth TV as a front end. So I have a server running Myth TV that's recording from uh, either over the air HD or from a silicon dust device that like has a cable card in it that can tune the cable and record some of those channels and then kind of connect that data. And actually, I found that the, the Kodi, like from, from when I was looking at the, the Kodi front end to a PVR, which in my case is Myth TV, is like, much better than the native Myth TV front end client. Mm-hmm. And then uh, on top of it, I, I, I prefer uh, Plex's ability to find metadata on whatever media I might have. Do, you, do
0: they hook into a third-party service? Or is Plex. It,
1: yeah. They, they, they have their, like, I think they curate their own. Okay. Because the artwork's beautiful. Oh, it's so yeah, good. Like yeah. It's, it's, it's really, really good. good. It's, like, really well It's like really well curated. And it's always very correct. I find it's right, really, the yeah. most, like, automatic to, cor- like, correction of, and, and getting all the metadata from the... The theme music to the yeah to the, the theme music the, yeah, sounds funny yeah to the posters to the even the episodes and, and, and the descriptions of all of it they do a really good job at getting mm-hmm. out that so I've always preferred using Plex to manage that side of the of the of the collection and the, and then having the the DVR stuff be from the TV and in the Kodi client actually I, I run like a plug-in plugin that is the, the the Plex BMC client like plugin which. Connects your XBMC slash Kodi front end to a Plex back end, so I had this one kind of nice front end that that I could connect to all the things I want to want to watch. Um, but where where I felt like I was actually kind of falling behind was like I didn't have a good uh, Netflix um, app that I could use to watch on the TV from the Mac Mini with a remote control, because um, that's just something that's been really lacking. So so when I when I that any of the the solutions in Cody um, require plugins that are like these Chrome hacks, where it's like it's starting up a Chrome browser, it's navigating and doing trying to find the places to click to, and it's just it it's always um, it's like it's just never very reliable. Right. And so it's like in the end, I end up just command tabbing out of Cody and and going up to a browser with the keyboard and mouse that I have at my coffee table. Content through Netflix or. Not a ton. Like I feel like maybe like I watch a bunch of their like original programming, but okay. it's not was the first thing that I'll that I'll go to to kind of watch anything. And I think part of that is just the I had the overhead of finding <laughs> the it. pain of yeah, yeah. Like, clicking around yeah, which makes sense yeah. Which was like one of the most appealing things of getting the Apple TV. Like for a while, I was considering getting a Roku or the old Apple TV or right. the Amazon one of the Amazon like devices. The little Chrome stick things or, or whatever. Chrome, yeah. but, then, but none of it was seemed really compelling enough and to kind of fit together. And I've, I've actually found that the Apple TV, um, because I have Plex and I have Netflix and I have the apps for a bunch of the content providers of shows that I was doing with Myth TV anyways, yeah. I will almost always go to the Apple TVs lately. T- lately.
0: Yeah, I think, um, I agree. I, th- I think it... Uh it it really became it it took forever for this new apple tv to come out i mean we'd been wanting this stuff forever I know, but I, yeah i think like it finally like they really like wrapped everything that i personally do on a device like this like into one and it really is
1: really nice so you you don't use Plex for your main library you use um something else no well so re- as of late i've
0: pretty much only watch stuff through streaming services, whether it be HBO Go or Netflix or any of the content, spe- or the provider specific applications. Um, my roommate, uh, when we do want to watch stuff that is not available uh, through like an Apple TV app or something like that, my roommate actually has a Plex setup with a Roku, um, which we found is like great. And one of the first things I did when I set it up was connect to my Apple TV app um, to his Plex server. Um, and everything worked really well. Uh, we had a weird bug where it seemed like the route that was between his Plex server and our apartment was like either being throttled or the traffic was really heavy. Because we, he went into a, this whole like debug mode where he was sending the traffic over the VPN, and it was streaming at full speed. But when we were just going from point to point, it was only rendering it like, you know, 480p or something, because it didn't have the bandwidth to stream in HD, which was, like, a totally funny bug, and the way we ended up fixing it was uh, his dad reset the modem at their house, so... We're oh, really? It, <laughs> and they got a new IP, so... Oh, wow. So we're now hitting a different route, I guess, and it's, like, either less congested or they haven't caught on to the throttling yet, or something? Or like, maybe the
1: router just needs to get restarted. It could, yeah, yeah maybe, like, the, the, the NAT tables on there. the router
0: were super high, because, um, like, his dad's... Some of his dad's uh, work stuff also goes through that router so you never know um
1: uh, like i found that the internet providers will assign you back the same ip address at the same mac address and i wouldn't get a new like dynamic one unless oh, really uh, unless it's a huge amount of time between restarts okay or i put a new device behind it oh interesting i don't know um like you said it was uh, like verizon yeah like he was on like, i think like he... even with verizon i think if it if it i think they do like mac address filtering so if you put a different device in it won't even give it an ip address oh wow that's crazy. I think yeah. So I think it might it might have just been as something as 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 easy as, or like where this the the router just was like acting up.
0: Yeah, maybe it was. I, regardless of what it was, it was so funny to like finally really get it to that solution. Like, that's, yeah, that's because like we were just like brainstorming. Like we you know we were like what wow, like what could it be? And then we were like maybe Time Warner's throttling us our apartment down because we're streaming too much. And then that didn't really make sense. And we we're like maybe they're throttling it up, but. Whatever it was, like we're resolved now and all as well. But like, what I actually found though, I was the Plex app, the, at least the first iteration of it. I don't think it's as good on the Apple TV as it is on the Roku. Um,
1: I think it, I mean they put a blog post up of how they were able to get it out so fast, and they they made some considerations of of the the interface and using uh, the basic like TVOS like the interface builder like the, like right. TVML rather like okay the, where where the Apple TV if you give it just this. TVML language, it will create those layouts for you, like really simply, Okay. and I think that what the blog entry went into and it talked about was that they put an update out to the server. This allowed it to transpose what the way Flex talked in XML to create TVML, and that the app will read it and render it and make those, make okay. those displays. So they got it out really fast because because of that, and Right. I feel like over time it might They might be able to do things to make it um, a little bit more robust.
0: Yeah, I imagine they'll either they'll probably have the app like just speak the direct language to the Plex server, and then they can do more familiar stuff like they do with the other clients. but yeah, I mean, it's like perfectly, it's like perfectly good right now. I just thought like a lot of the, like the little design stuff like seemed a little better on the Roku. Um, but I mean, it's not anything like act, the actual functionality of the application is still like flawless. Yeah, like I it,
1: it. it's really, it's like scrubbing the video. Oh my gosh. Like, I mean, my only gripes have been just learning the, 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 multi-touch on the remote, I think. It's a little tricky. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, it it definitely is leaps and bounds
0: better than the first remote, um, because it just gives you a lot more, like, fine-grained movement detail, which is good. Um, But I I was blown away by the scrubbing. Like, the Roku scrubbing, which is what I previously thought was some of the better scrubbing, was... It was just very fine-grained about like fast-forwarding and rewinding like you could go back like 10 seconds or 30 seconds and the more times you press the button i think it incremented that value even more but like the apple tvs it's like it feels like you're touching like a touchpad on a laptop and you're able to really like go exactly to the second that you want um which is really i I like that a lot yeah
1: i I still like like uh, back in the day from when i had a tivo i really loved like that like the 30 second skip button i feel like it was like I mean, it was game changer in so many ways, because it was so much easier to advance through commercials right. with a 30 second skip okay. than it was to hit the fast forward button and then try to stop it right when the whenever the video came was back. Was it just linear,
0: like 30 seconds, like you would just tap yeah. it a bunch of times, like yeah. if you tapped it four times, it'd it be would be two minutes. two minutes. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's cool. I, yeah, I know, I never actually, I've never used a TiVo.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, okay. like I've
0: never. I always thought it was. It was always something as a kid that I like really wanted, and we never got. And then I think our next Comcast box came with the DVR, so that kind of like we didn't need to yeah, get one. Yeah, it, it,
1: it was a long time ago, and it was um all this like a standard definition one, and and my 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 roommate and I he he was like kind of really leading this effort. He he bought like this kit where you can add two hard drives into it. So like the, the any regular TV, VCR size TiVo. Had the, the software and space to fit a second hard drive. In, oh, nice! And some more expensive ones, they would put two hard drives in. But if you bought the cheaper one, um, it only had one hard drive in it. Like there was this people, the guy online who sold a bracket. Oh, nice. And essentially gave you uh, a power splitter for, and, and then a uh, like a, a molex peta, power splitter. <laughs> yeah, and a, and a peta a, a peta cable that had the, the 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 two the two ends on it. Oh my god! And you just plugged it all in. Um, you actually had to initialize the hard drives on a on a computer. Okay. Um, and then essentially, the, you had, they gave you like an image, like a, Well, you had to actually no, you had to image your existing TiVo, like, and then do a DD from that. Oh wow. Onto, your, onto it because that you couldn't buy their. their get their software. So you essentially just had to image the data directly off of the hardware you had and put it directly on the other ones. And then you just plug it in and it works exactly like all the video that was there. That's was amazing. still just came, kind of came on it. Did it, it's, it's Linux based. It's I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah I Linux, guess if it's Linux just Linux
0: based. Linux based. Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. And yeah. then,
1: actually, my, my, my mom's house, we still have one of those. like oh, more, right. Like standard Japanese TV. It still works. It still works. <laughs> lifetime, lifetime data, like the listings data that's, and stuff like that still works. Yeah, it still works. That's so great. And like, I, I always hear that TiVo, like, they were really good about like, the little details, like the remote, was really great. The and user then... experience was like really thoughtful. It's just so many ways the antithesis of the cable companies, which is kind of just like good enough. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can record, you can go fast forward and backwards, and then and to a lot of a lot of like customers out there, it was good enough. Was like, oh, I have DVR. I can just I can get it from the cable company. Why am I? I gotta. I got to go to the store, I got to buy it. Now I got to get go to the cable company, get a cable card. I don't even know what that is. I got to do it this stuff. I got to initialize it.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, is that how the T-Boat did it? It had a cable card in it? Well, that...
1: back in the, the, the day with standard definition, before anything was digital, um, you had a couple options. Like, it, it could be a TV tuner on its own. Okay. But um, that, that for a lot of cable companies, you needed to have a box. Right. So so actually for, for me, like the way what I had was a, is a, it was an IR blaster. Oh okay. So so it, it, the TiVo had a had a thing that came out of it that, that that read out like infrared, and you put it in front of the cable box. Okay. And you and and, and it, it changed the channel, and then you had the video out. From the cable box, just the go. analog analog video out, just like it's the, 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 the coaxial yeah. going into into the TiVo and it took the video out and then it encoded it into the wow. MPEG and then and then you and then you have like the RCA like the the yellow video out into your TV because for the for the SD. That's so crazy. The TiVo's today need to have a cable card because yeah, because of
0: all the yeah. encryption and stuff. Yeah, that's so crazy. Like I, I feel like that's something that I love because it seems so like hacked together but it was like such a successful product yeah like the, having yeah. like Cult- cultish yeah, yeah like it, ha- yeah. and having like just like the idea of having an ir blaster that like you change the channel on the TV with the tivo remote and then it like tells your box to change the channel yeah. like that's so it's so brilliant it's one of those like so such a simple solution to like all these problems but we had like, times
1: when when like it, it was taped on to the cable box where somebody might have hit it funny, <laughs> and then, and then the, the TiVo thought it changed it, but it didn't actually record what we wanted. Oh yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For like the tape falls off. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah, Can't yeah, change yeah. the channels.
0: Oh, that's so crazy. And then uh, I guess it. How did the TiVo get the channel listings? Did that? So
1: you pay. You can either pay TiVo a subscription fee. Okay. And it will go out and get it, or it, um, you you could pay it like a, up front. I think at the time we paid like two hundred dollars. And it was lifetime, it would always go. Oh, wow. And so the, the first TiVos actually had a modem built into them. You plugged it into a phone line. Oh, my God. And overnight, it would dial up into TiVo and download the data. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> That's so great. And so, and, and great. so the, the older TiVo we had, um, it, it actually, it's actually the similar model. That's the line my mom says. It, it has USB ports in it. And okay. you can plug in a Wi-Fi or Ethernet adapter nice. into the USB port. And then uh, there was a couple of weird... There was a weird instruction set of like certain things in the menus you had to go to to get it to, to use and to connect um via that device to get an ethernet address and then and then just hit the TiVo address as opposed to dialing, dialing on the TiVo to download it.
0: That's really cool. That makes sense. And I remember the TiVo uh like one of the big promises of the TiVo or at least I remember hearing was that if a program goes late it um it doesn't like change the channel or stop recording because it knows or something well, like that. Well, you
1: could give it you could give it when you set up the recording to end late and tell it how late to end.
0: Oh, okay. So it is similar to the way that I guess the current DVR cuz I always like I always tease my dad because he when he records stuff he gets really nervous about them like running it over to, like, 10.02 or something. Yeah, so he yeah. records an extra 30 minutes for all oh, these 30 shows. 30 <laughs> minutes. Oh, wow. And then, yeah. he's like, then he's like, oh, why is the DVR full? And then we go through, and, like, all of these, like, hour shows that are end up having, like, 90 minutes of space on the DVR. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Um, but, yeah, maybe that was a promise of some of the newer TiVos that have better, like, connectivity um, about, like, if it goes long, like, there's something that's saying, like, something well, on the por- server side.
1: program guys are generally pretty good about, like, the – they are because they, like the, the the channels and networks put out this is going to ten o two. Right. What what kind of actually messes me up normally because like, I'm an old person and I feel well like, I feel like I'm dating myself but I actually like to record 60 minutes right um, and but on Sunday there's football ahead of it so the football game will go late
0: right okay
1: so so because that other thing has happened before it and the, the guide says it's starting at seven you'll get part of but the like thing. you maybe get some football so you have to set it really late because like if it goes the, the game goes into overtime or other, right. things, other things and the flip side is if you also want to watch that football game, you have to think about how how much extra or, or how long you want that to go. Right. But, yeah.
0: Because uh, yeah, the the live sports and the live events will most likely go over. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's super interesting.
1: Yeah, but I, mean, I feel like it's it's funny to think about like these things like recording over like you don't because you don't have TV and you're not actively using a DVR a ton. Like for for me, I've been using like this Myth TV setup for a really long time, and so like when I set up these schedules, like I'm yeah like a lot of times I just. I just add it like a minute or two over it and it has enough tuners that if I want to record something else on the other time it will just be able to record on a different tuner right like the, the silicon dust device that I have like has like three tuners in it and okay then I have another tuner that's that's just has a rabbit ears that gets like over the air antenna okay. channels and, and it can it can so it has four four tuners to, to, to choose from to, to record anything
0: um, what do you what What do you record like from live TV mostly these days?
1: It's really dwindling. Like for a long time, I I I really liked The Daily Show. Like Jon Stewart was one of my favorite things, and I, I was recording that all the time. And one of the main things, I reasons why I liked watching it on my recorded version as opposed to streaming it from Comedy Central or DailyShow.com was because um, I got it immediately. I mean, I could watch it while the show was still on. and, right. and I'd have my buffer. Um, and I could also skip commercials because, like, I, for a while, I actually didn't have cable, like, when, when I moved into my apartment myself, like, I didn't have cable for, like, two years, and I watched The Daily Show off, of, off the web, and the commercials, the interaction was, was terrible. I mean, like, they would be, like, three minutes, four minutes of commercials, and every commercial break were the exact same commercials right and and then like sometimes it would like the buffer would get bad and then I try to scrub back and forth and then it would just start over showing the commercials from the beginning again and then I had to get and then I try to scrub what I used to I thought I was and it was it's such a terrible experience right was, like, I very much preferred uh, just watching it and, and then the, the
0: would it would it be over like Hulu or was it over Comedy Central uh,
1: for a while I think I did it on Hulu but I, uh, mostly I did it on Comedy Central okay like, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. then,
0: and so then you would record it just. Be, and when you finally got cable, you'd record it just I because just recorded, the online yeah. experience was so bad. Yeah, and um, then with
1: like MythTV, like if I walk, come to it later, MythTV is pretty good about um, commercial detection. Mm-hmm. So it's, if I'm like if I'm regularly watching something and it hasn't done commercial detection, I can just hit the advance button. And speaking of the TiVo one, which has this thirty second skip button. Yeah, uh, Cody actually changed their advance. Like their their skip ahead feature, and I actually really like it. it. Took me a second, like a little while to get used to, mm-hmm. but you 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 press it once, and it goes ten seconds. You press it really quickly again a, a second time, and it will go to thirty. And you hit it again, it'll go it'll go to five minutes. And and then and then if you just don't let go, it'll, it'll advance for ha- for for however long you need it to advance for. Oh, and you can configure it really quickly by how many times you press that advance button.
0: Yeah, yeah. Huh. So that's kind of like just. It's like it's like the second best to scrubbing with like kind of like a mouse like device.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like almost a little bit better until you master the, the mouse like device. Yeah. Because because like it, the commercial breaks usually about three minutes and right. that's so you can do you can go you can advance like three minutes. And then if you've gone over a little bit, you just hit the back twice, you go 30 seconds back. Right. Totally. Or like ten once with 10 seconds back.
0: Yeah. The Apple TV, I don't, it took me a while to discover this. If you rest your hand on the edge of the remote, and then you see like a little icon on the screen that says like 10 seconds. Yeah. And then when you tap the edge, it skips 10 seconds. Okay. I don't know if it increments itself like, uh, like to 30 seconds or 5 minutes or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but that's helped me when I've scrubbed too far. I just like went back 10 seconds and hit and tapped it, and then it put me at the basically the spot i wanted yeah but that's interesting but then you said you so you were recording comedy central but then like didn't they flip the yeah. copyright bit or something yeah
1: so so i just actually stopped watching the daily show this actually kind of timed around the time that uh john stewart retired and so i i was still watching it from my myth tv my dvr setup yeah for a while and then uh then it went, it went on hiatus and i wasn't really watching much in comedy central and then then Trevor Noah came out like the next month, and I and I tried recording it, and, and I didn't get anything, and then, and then I like investigated, and I realized that the copy bit had changed. And What that is is like when the the cable company, um, and this is actually kind of like true of like a whole bunch of things, like but particularly for so for this like cable card, um, the channels are are protected with a a, a bit of data that tells any device down the line that this is the copy protection that exists on it. And this is a standard that was created um, by uh, the standards bodies to appease the, the content makers. Okay. So that, um, for example, like HBO was always like copy never, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then these other, other channels, um, a bunch of them are like one of the other bits are, are copy freely and the other one is copy once. Okay. And so copy freely is the only thing that I can actually record because Myth TV and my Linux machine, it connects to it. I don't have any of the keys to decrypt the things that are, are copy once or, 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 or the other ones.
0: Okay, so it is actually like an encrypted stream. It's an
1: encrypted data stream okay. that you need to be able to decrypt. And in order to get the keys to decrypt those things, you have to be certified and you have to be part of this whole thing, which for this open source project I have,'ll never do it. But like right. for example, the the TiVo uses cable card and it can do it, it'll, it'll use copy once, you can watch it, and it will uh, it'll, it'll respect the rules like so so like you can record and watch it on your TV, but then TiVo, I think has these features where you can actually download your recordings and watch them on your computer or something oh, like okay. that where if it's a copy once it won't let you do you can't it. do yeah, that
0: yeah. so they have to i guess show their code to these standards yeah people. i imagine that's what's got to happen yeah. Not,
1: yeah so so i can't have huh. access to this again at some point and i don't know who who decides because it because it, it changes i read like like some of the forums on this and saying how like Flyos doesn't have the uh, copy once like and I mean, it's all copy freely so like all these channels and for the longest time it was copy freely for comedy central for me but like something happened and they they, they revised these bits for it now i can't record it so i actually stopped watching the daily show because i got the apple tv um it didn't even have a comedy central app yet and i'm right. not a subscriber to hulu
0: so you were just kind of sol for that the, that one show yeah, which
1: uh. I'd already stopped watching a lot because like I was already on hiatus. Right. Yeah. So it was. So just, it didn't really just, like feel bad timing like, all around. Yeah. I guess.
0: Um, Michael, I wonder if like the the devilish part of me wonders if those keys have been like leaked somewhere. Like I can only. I think
1: that the standard and the way it works is that they can update them. I think that that's, Oh. Okay. Yeah. So I think, I think like they they've learned. I think so the, like the, it's someone, not like the DVD. See, see yeah. The yeah. Yeah. That's that. That's
0: what. Well, yeah. I guess that's yeah. what I was thinking about. But because yeah, I, I I would only imagine like. Somebody would love to, like, connect their Comcast cable box yeah. to, a, like, a computer and just try and dump that key somewhere. Like, then... e-
1: even, like, um, like Blu-ray and all those, those are all, like, they made this, after the GBD, they made all these standards updatable. Ugh. Like, yeah. my, my, my dad's, like, Blu-ray player has, like, a network connection and USB kind of thing. So, like, in the future, if you need to update it, yeah, you could actually attach, like, you can download this, this thing and... And, and and from like Sony and put it on a USB stick and wow. plug it in to update. It if you don't, ha- if you're not connecting it to the network,
0: how are people ripping Blu-rays these days? Then are they?
1: I'm not sure. I mean, like I th- yeah,
0: I, I'm totally like outside of that yeah. scene. I don't need to back up my DVDs anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, I'm not, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I, I really have not really. following it and like kind of keeping up with those things that
0: would be some good homework i guess for next episode maybe we could have follow-up but or if (laughs) anyone knows please email us for for legal reasons you can try and be anonymous but um yeah that's interesting and then uh but i guess like so so the daily show went on hiatus but i feel like for me at least i was never a huge fan of the daily show but I get my sort of like news comedy fix from John Oliver now. I think, yeah. like, yeah, I I really, I really like John Oliver too. <laughs> he, yeah, he's really good. And I mean, did you have you watched like Trevor Noah episodes since then? I uh-huh. have.
1: Like, I like, like actually just recently, like, I, I I saw the Comedy Central app um, was released for the Apple TV, and so I watched a couple episodes of it. it, it it's it's the same format. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, I mean, that's that's the kind of the thing. It's like I feel like the. Uh, the, the John Oliver show, like the in, the in depthness he goes into to whatever he's talking about, yeah. um, seems a little less. I mean, I, I actually, I, I pause saying it's a little less slapstick because his, his jokes and some, some of them, it's like it's, like, it's, it's almost like Family Guy esque. Like oh, when, yeah. Like, or, like he's talking about something really serious and then makes a complete tangent. Oh, and yeah, absolutely. That comes back.
0: I I personally love that style of humor, and he also does a lot of like slapsticky, like inside jokes about like, now this is the, you know, this if you knew what I was talking about, you know, this isn't Uruguay or something like. And
1: I also love his calls to action, like he does a lot of calls to action, and actually, like the couple episodes I've seen, like on of the Daily Show with Trevor Noah, like he's he's doing more of that too, like hashtag hashtag this event or something. Yeah,
0: yeah, which is yeah, I like that a lot. I think it generates a ton of buzz, Um, and it's also like fun. I think. Oliver also has an advantage though because he's only once a week. Like I feel yeah, like yeah, totally, it's totally. When you can like, if you condensed all of the good jokes and stories from five days of the Daily Show, I'm sure it would be just as good as. Jim oh Homer's. yeah, and, and
1: and the fact that he's not doing interviews really. Like right. he only does them when it's really, it's actually really relevant, to what he wants to do. Whereas, Absolutely. Where, whereas the Daily Show is more of a talk show format. There's an interview every day. Yeah. And there's really maybe ten minutes. Right. of Jokes and yeah. And part of it. And also,
0: I think uh, this is probably less impactful, but ultimately HBO uh, doesn't have any advertisers to answer to. Uh, yeah, so, so yeah. they can really say whatever they want, which is funny. And he's actually made references to that in his, some of his jokes, which I think is great. yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, I, I think like part of what makes me love John Oliver is just like I like the in-depth stories like I think that like I think those are really interesting and like those are the always the ones that like people some people don't even have HBO but they hear they always post on the YouTube and like you can kind of share them around and they're actually like really informative and yeah um they do they are kind of they are a little biased which like it it goes the towards the bias that I tend to be biased towards so it's like fine but I think it, it it really like sheds a lot of light on some stuff that like you don't Often think about, um, which I think is cool. It's
1: not like what's like in the headlines at any, at any given time. Like they're doing their own research and finding things that, yeah. that that are like kind of pretty much just messed up. And like, yeah. here's a story about about it.
0: Yeah, like I, it, it, like it's it's kind of it's counter. It's a good counter to the mainstream media um, because it's not. It's not taking like he spends very little time on like a lot of the stuff that the mainstream media spends all of its time on you know like uh, politically or presidential race wise like those are things that he covers in like two jokes in the beginning of the show but then they do this really interesting long form piece about like you know like the um, uh, like poverty and or like jails like that was a really interesting one and the kind of the cycle of poverty you get into and things like that. Um, and then also like uh, the the FIFA stuff was really funny. <laughs> that was <so> good, yeah, <laughs> that, the Bud Light Lime. Yeah, oh, and when he oh, yeah, drank yeah. the Bud Light Lime, and then yeah. like uh, they, I also think it's funny that they the best part. One of my favorite things of like the. I guess it's still season one technically, but like after their first break or something was the uh, Our Lady of Perpetual. Oh, uh, what was it? Praise, praise, praise be, praise, praise be. be, yeah. Praise like praise when be. they just they um,
1: Our Lady of Perpetual Grace, right? Yeah, are. and yeah. they
0: literally established a church, like, and then took all this money, and then they ended up donating it to Doctors Without I, Borders. But... I
1: mean, like that's something though that like Colbert did. I mean, like the Super PAC stuff. That that's true. Yeah. yeah.
0: I would, I never really watched the Colbert uh, Rapport, like the old I guess the not the late show but he uh yeah I guess he he kind of took that from he, Colbert. yeah he did a lot
1: of those kind of things in his show
0: he almost got elected as like a senator in North Car- or South Carolina or something wasn't he on the ballot or almost on the ballot almost on the ballot yeah, yeah almost on the ballot that's so funny but yeah so I think um so I guess now that uh, Comedy Central has an app you can watch it if you want yeah um, do they still do they I inject do. commercials in it they do okay they do.
1: but it, so far it's been pretty reasonable okay i think maybe one of the the big things that we're seeing from the apple tv as a benefit this whole thing is that you can't do web views in your tv os apps thank god yeah so whoever makes any of these apps has to oblige to these to these video streams okay? yeah and so and putting in these commercials. So whereas like I feel like a lot of the, the worst apps like that are just web use for these things are tend to have like more errors with the JavaScript and like kind of the things that we're trying to do. Yeah of like switching between what's going to show as an ad. Right. Um but but yeah. So far, the, the ads like for the Daily Show stuff that I was watching it was just 15 seconds. Like, okay. A Diogo commercial. That's
0: probably the the restriction about the web use is probably also why they didn't have an app out right away, right? Because yeah. I would imagine Maybe, yeah. they'd have to hire somebody or have like an a dedicated iOS team that like has to learn the new TV language or whatever. Or
1: find a firm or who does our iPhone app or kind of something so like that. So it yeah. would
0: be it's something new. It's not just kind of like sticking a web view in yet another spot, which yeah. I'm totally against. Like philosophy wise but that's just maybe me being stingy
1: <laughs> but yeah are you, are you uh, very happy with all the kind of the, the app style way of consuming all this media I mean like that's like one of the things that people were rumoring that this Apple TV has existed for a long time but they w- haven't released it because they've been waiting to see if they can get an iTunes music style content deal
0: right so for me I think uh, for the stuff that I watch um, which is Netflix and HBO and stuff like they those were already subscriptions beforehand. So like it, I don't really see a difference. It's what the difference I see are the the added things on top of the Apple TV. Like for instance, the um, uh, the Siri speaking into the remote is really cool because like yeah. to get to watch like an episode of The Sopranos, which is my current obsession i'll literally just like say into the remote like siri uh like soprano season four and it'll load directly in the hbo go app like that season right yeah. um which is super handy and i think that's really awesome but
1: i can't yeah, wait for them to open that search api to other apps yeah like, like for plex to have it and like with
0: actually it it. they have to head in that direction we'll probably see it on the phone before we see it on the apple tv unless maybe yeah they, they do it at yeah. the same time i don't know yeah um but, yeah, I think, uh, like, what's interesting is I, I I can also see myself, like, wanting to watch these, you know, like, for instance, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine isn't, like, I don't know if there's a Fox app. I haven't really there looked is, into yeah. it. Is it? Yeah, like, if, if something like that, like, that's one of the shows that I watch that's, like, not on Netflix or not on HBO. If, um, if something like that was available, like... And I and I paid maybe like a couple dollars more for my iTunes music subscription or iTunes subscription or something, and I could just get it directly from Apple. Like I absolutely would. Like yeah, because um, I know it wouldn't have commercials, and uh, you know it wouldn't have this, it wouldn't have that. It would be like it, maybe if it was, uh, it came out like at the same time as it did on other services or something. Like I think that's, I think that would be great. But I, I don't know. It, it wasn't like a mandatory thing for me.
1: I think what's been interesting is that and all the apps that I've downloaded with the networks on Apple TV is that um, you can do that connector thing. So if you subscribe to cable, right, you can go in and connect your cable account and then they make more episodes available to you. Right, which kind of like brings it back to like this one big bill that right, has exactly. everything with the cable operators still still the middleman for a lot of those networks and like i don't know like we're, we're seeing some progress in that like i mean hbo now is probably the biggest example
0: yeah they really went like whole hog and made it so that you can pay them directly
1: i mean it goes, yeah it goes back to uh what reed hastings like probably what like six or seven years ago saying netflix has to become hbo before hbo becomes netflix yeah
0: totally and i think like one company is very clearly better at the technology side than the other. Um, like HBO Go, uh, they uh, a while ago they tried to like do their own streaming thing and it failed spectacularly on like the Game yeah. of Thrones thing. I think now under the hood they're using MLB streaming yeah, network. Yeah, MLB which, Advanced net Yeah, yeah. Advanced which I know a couple people there. and They do great work. Like, and yeah. I don't. I mean, actually...
1: they power everything. They what? They power almost everything, like they, any, anything, like the NBA, the NHL. They're really ML- good. MLB.
0: And they were also one of the flagship applications for this new Apple TV yeah, because you yeah. can, if you subscribe to their package or whatever, you can stream multiple things and like have the app with scores. And like it was, they, I saw the interface it was beautiful. Man. But
1: even that, there's, even with MLB, that there's still like that, that backwards like legacy of, of the, the broadcast network for it. So it's like when I, if you have MLB.TV, you can't watch the game in your local local network, your local area. Because right. If like the, Fox
0: is carrying it or something. Like, yeah. Well so
1: so like yeah, I mean in New York, uh, the Yes Network owns the, the Brights to the Yankees. Right. So if you watch you can't watch the Yankees if you're in New York because the Yes Network pays huge amounts of licensing in order to broadcast it in this area. So if you then have a cable subscription, you can then separately pay a little bit more money and you can actually stream the Yes yes over the network via MLB Advanced Media with okay. a separate account that you pay extra more to get for it because they, they are the ones who are going to license you that right to watch it. it so we're,
0: we're kind of like, well, like we're kind of in the worst of both worlds right now because we have like in order to get everything you really want and you have to pay a cable company. And then, like you might also have to pay another company to like stream stuff. Like, yeah. So yeah. It, it, that's what's like crazy. Cause I mean, uh, even like now, like if you have a Netflix subscription and a cable subscription, there is definitely content overlap. Right? Yeah, of course. And yeah. and it's just about like what's more convenient. Like maybe Orange is the new black is worth seven ninety nine a month for you in general, which is fine. But yeah, I think like there will be a breaking point where I feel like this, like the ML. MLB could be people that actually may push this forward just because they have their, their shit together like technologically and they can afford to do this. It's, like they might say like, you know, because they own all broadcasts all together. Well, or so how
1: MLB Advanced Media is owned by all of the owners of the baseball teams. Okay. Um, and then so that's going to be really driven by um, what the owners want to do. And, and the owners of each one of those teams collect a ton of money from carriage fees or licensing of their games in their broadcast network, which is the impetus of why you can't get it on MLB.tv. Right. The main thing you get with MLB.tv is that they get extra revenue for games that people in out-of-market wouldn't be able to see these other games. So if you're a Philly fan and you're living in New York and you can't watch the Phillies game... You're giving revenue to MLB to watch the Phillies game that they weren't going to be able to collect anyways because you can't watch them in this Cause company, like, right. in this area.
0: So maybe they, they that doesn't sound like they'd be incentivized then to get rid of probably all not this. For yeah. now. probably not for now. <laughs> all right, so I guess I was wrong on that. I wonder who who do you think is going to push this bubble? Like
1: you know, like I think what one of the interesting things that we'll see is that um, there's been like even to this day like there's these constant battles between the cable companies. Um, and, and, and the actual channels, the providers.
0: Support. ESPN's so, famous for that, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: where where you see, get these battles where the cable company, like like a channel drops off of the cable company, off of your, your channel lineup, and then they put up all these things saying, we're looking out for you, the customer, because the network is asking for more money per user, mm-hmm. and we're saying no because it's going to make us have to raise the fees on you. Right. And then on the other hand, like you have the, the, the networks, who, who, like, want to get a couple more cents because they, they know, like, there's, like, this balance of, like, there's a ton of people who want ESPN. Like, I, I think that ESPN has a ton of, of leverage because they have so much sports. And, and, and to a large extent, you see, like, like Fox, like, they created FS1 for this specific reason. Like, I think that, that the, the media companies see that, that the, the money from these kind of subscription things... Is going to come from live sports because like right. its immediacy of it, and, 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 and whereas the the kind of pre-recorded like drama TV shows and all that kind of stuff is, is changing course a little bit. Where the people who are creating these things or and writing the stories and getting these things developed are actually skipping like the broadcast the, net, the broadcast channels and stuff and going straight to Netflix yeah. or, or or other channels who who are are picking up this style of things like like AMC or stuff like that because. They get a lot more um, artistic right to do it. Right. So so like before, Supra- H B O, Sopranos, those kind of things. Like if you wanted to be on network TV, you had to create 25 episodes. Right. Okay. And you had to have these long seasons and on, on this particular budget, and it's a lot of work writing all those scripts. And, yeah. and so it, it it kind of influenced, I think, to a large extent. The quality of what you got from it, when you have to stretch the money for this. And stretch and the this plot content. over but, that. Yeah, yeah exactly. The story and everything like that. Whereas, like, you have something like Breaking Bad is 12, 12, 12 one hour episodes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the, uh, you think about, like, uh, like Game of Thrones and Mad Men. All these things are, are much smaller because you get much better quality writing yeah. and that's compressed in these kind of things, where the networks used to drive those terms. And now, now, like, it's pushing back another layer. It's like now the people who are making actual good content are going to go to the places where they think that they can express themselves and do those kind of things. And that and that's going to lead to Netflix getting good content because like, they can pay them the most and let them do things the way they want to do it and yeah. reach the audience they want to reach. It's cut out all of that middleman effort from that other side
0: of it. And, uh, and then on top of that, um, stuff like different topics, like, you know, censorship and things like that, like, don't, might not necessarily apply on, on Netflix or something like that.
1: Yeah. But I mean, the, the other end of the spectrum is that there's still plenty of, of, uh, of shows and and, and audiences that you're not going to reach if you only go Netflix today. Right. Like there's like, like push come to shove, like, yeah, like regular TV, like uh, of the channels and broadcast, you still get the most viewers, Mm -hmm. uh, most eyes on whatever content that they're showing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, my parents don't watch, they don't have a Netflix account. They don't watch anything. Um, They have HBO though, right? They have HBO. yeah, Yeah. My dad pays for HBO through the cable subscription. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's that is that's that is totally interesting. I I um I, I think like I, I I think the industry industry is like ripe for a lot of change very quickly. And yeah,
1: but I mean like the the incumbents though. What's what's kind of interesting right now is that the um, the networks and the cable companies kind of have this symbiotic relationship in that. They're, they have the consumers stuck paying this big bill for all of these channels. And some of them they're paying a couple cents, some of them paying a couple dollars for ESPN. But with the cable networks, you're forced into these huge packages. You can't do a la carte if you wanted to. Whereas like with these apps and Apple TV and stuff like that we get, uh, you can pick the things you want to subscribe to. You want to right. make, use Hulu, you want to use Netflix, you want to use HBO. Whereas with, with cable, it's like that you get like either this is broadcast or you go to like 40 channels, 40, 50 channels. Mm-hmm. And it's behooves both the networks and the cable companies to do it that way because the um, the networks get more money for people who, who are paying for channels they're not watching. right? And and for the cable company, it, it boosts the bill. They, they can take a couple pennies off of off of each one of the channels they're providing and say the, the value they provide. Yeah. Whereas I feel like both of those, the networks and the Cable companies are scared of all the cart. Like, if I just want to go in and say, "Well, I do want ESPN, so I'm willing to pay whatever." Like, what? I like eight dollars of my cable bill is going to ESPN right now. I'll I'll pay that. Right. But I don't want. I don't want all these other things. I don't want Discovery Channel. I don't want Discover. I don't want. I don't want all these other like these these other. I don't want CNN or I don't want these news channels and so so like. I think they're both scared. Like both both sides are scared to kind of like go that route because like 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 CNN like has is in this many households. Right. Like, like how many people would unsubscribe to it? Yeah. If given the opportunity to do it.
0: Totally. Yeah. That that actually is that brings up a very interesting point. Um, I think w- what and what I'm seeing and take this with a grain of salt, obviously, because I tend to really only know people my age. But like a lot of people my age don't have cable. Yeah. And they get almost all of their content through both legal and illegal methods like if you talk to a random person my age like they'll they're they're like oh yeah i I watched that movie online it's not on netflix so i just googled it and found it and 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 to me that's horrifying a because it's illegal Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but also the quality is so shitty (laughs) like it's some guy in a movie theater recording that you know like it's just awful um but I, I think that that's interesting. And I, again, I'm probably in a bubble because I live in a city, because I know mostly tech people, and I'm a, know mostly young tech people. But I would love to see the numbers on like you know like this generation when they move into their own house or apartment. Cable is
1: definitely declining. I mean, they, yeah, they they they've published numbers on their own that like they're it's it's on the decline. And yeah. To a large extent, I imagine that's probably the numbers that convinced like HBO to decide because they, they were one of the biggest people. Uh, who are big proponents of staying on the cable now because they yeah. make so much money right. from each one of those subscribers. Yeah, and they don't want to. I don't think that they wanted to um, get in a place where that uh, they they were eating their cable subscription model with a streaming model.
0: Yeah, but then they I guess they reversed that decision and they decided to go down that route. Like, I think
1: it comes back down to them becoming netflix before hbo before netflix becomes hbo
0: because i mean really like it's it's a battle they're gonna meet in the middle it's a battle between two different like uh two different ends of the spectrum like hbo arguably at the beginning at least had way better content than netflix but then netflix was on every device it was like they their like web standards were great like it was really easy to watch netflix whereas hbo you would have to either subscribe with your cable or you'd have to acquire it via illegal methods um yeah. and i think like it's a, they're gonna meet in the center because now netflix has you know orange is the new black they have all this stuff um and then hbo is making these pushes in the other way
1: this light like i mean it's it's, it's- it's nice to see the market's gonna solve the markets kind of kind of push it yeah push it along
0: (laughs) who was the invisible hand guy was that Uh,
1: alan smith yeah Yeah,
0: something like that yeah um but yeah no it's it's uh it that is it's totally interesting to watch it and i think um uh, recently i don't know what was it the one of the award shows like andy sandberg hosted i think and he like, in one of his little, like, joke bit things, like, he said, like, the username and password to an HBO account or something, and, like, you could actually log into it. Oh, no. no yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> like, that was, that, that which I thought was funny, because he made a crack about, or... It, maybe it was...
1: I think I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he made a remember, crack yeah. about
0: how, like, oh, like, nobody actually pays for HBO. Like, they all use somebody else's password. And then he set a username and password and, like, people could log into <laughs> it, which I thought was hilarious. And I think the HBO CEO has also gone on record saying, like, he doesn't really mind if you, like, share the passwords with other people.
1: For sure, it's all within reason. Yeah, you know, it's I mean, like... Not being abused and, like, it's more eyes and more mindshare. Because, I mean, totally. the value of people talking about, like, Game of Thrones and the habit happening last night and yeah. something like that and, Yeah and it's like it's just
0: really good content and I'm sure like it's kind of like the if you if you get them hooked with the you know using somebody else's password when that person either changes it or doesn't subscribe to the service or something then like that the person who was borrowing it is most likely going to start subscribing.
1: Do you you watch Game of Thrones? I do yeah. I'm kind of curious then what what is your uh, preference on the Netflix style drop it all the entire season watch it and binge it if you want. Or or the HBO, like, you only get to watch it, like, one well, a week.
0: So, I, I... I like them both. I don't... I don't... For Game of Thrones specifically, I don't know if I could handle binging that, because so much happens in that show, and sometimes it's so depressing <laughs> like, <laughs> I would feel awful, but...
1: Could you watch House of Cards? House I mean, of House Cards. House of Cards has got a lot of happening every episode.
0: So, I think, like... For me, it's a lot of. It's more about the duration of the show. Like for a half an hour show, I feel like I could I watch an hour, right? two to three. Yeah, but for an hour show, I really like could maybe do max two a day, and then I just kind of like want it. I want to digest it. Um, I like the I like the binging way because it is easier to watch on my schedule. Um, it also like kind of makes it worse for like talking about it. I think because like when it's not binged you come in the day after it aired or you know the week that it aired and you can talk to everybody who watches it about it right away but then if you talk to if you want to talk to somebody about house of cards like the day after it came out like you don't know where they are compared to you are you have to like figure it out like
1: yeah or or like everybody's a lot of people just binge watch the whole thing, and then... Yeah, like, I think...
0: <laughs> it might have been The Verge or, like, Engadget that, like, they... The moment it came out, they did every episode in order until they were done. Like, they started at, like, 3 a.m. Because it came out midnight Pacific time or something.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm conflicted on it because it's... To me, if it's a show that I like, it's kind of like... I, I have trouble opening a bag of potato chips and not finishing the whole bag. No matter <laughs> right, how big... Right. And the same thing with a TV show. It's like, oh, I should go to sleep. But no, but I, I got to see how this, how this ends. Yeah. And I feel like I, I consume and, and appreciate it better when I, when I have to watch it like one right. at a time, like, like Breaking Bad. Like, I didn't start watching Breaking Bad until the end of the second season, maybe the beginning of the third season. Uh-huh. Um, and I didn't start watching it until after I binged the first season or two, the two okay. seasons. And then, like, I mean, like, I, I, like, it caught in my mind because I watched it so quickly. It all kind of ran together. But then, right. like, if I look, think back to, like, the last couple seasons of, of Breaking Bad, like, I have a much better remembering of of, of what happened, in, in an ep, like, episodically. Okay. Know, in That's interesting. Yeah.
0: Do you... So, do you... Would you say you prefer it one way or the other? Or... If you had to pick.
1: Um... I probably would say I prefer that it comes out one episode at a time, because I can't control myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel, yeah, I'll feel like I'll... I'll you I'll, just I'll want to, yeah. Like, and, then, and then at the end of it, it's like I just feel terrible about myself, because right. I spent all these hours on <laughs> You look at the clock, and yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah.
0: See, the 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 only... I, I would have to agree with you. The, the only reason is because, like... Um, Aziz Ansari's um, new TV show that came out on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, I, I binged binge that. Did yeah, you binge, binge it? it? Like, yeah, I, so I great, yeah, very good show. I liked it a lot. I've watched the first four episodes, and I just haven't gone back to finish them yet. And I want to, but like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like if it came out every week, I would have kind of a routine where I'd sit down on yeah. you know Tuesday night, and oh, you know, I can stream it or something. Um, so it kind of like makes it easier for me to watch, but. I mean, other people. Everyone I've talked to, kind of tangent. Like everyone I've talked to said, it's an amazing show. It's really Um, good, yeah. And the first couple episodes I've watched have been really, really good. Um, Did you watch
1: um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt?
0: No, I was. I watched the first episode and I wasn't too into it, so I kind of like let that trail off. Um, what, What are some of these? Did you watch Orange Is the New Black? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I watched the first season of that, and then I think. Are they on
1: season three or two? Uh, I think they just finished three. Okay. I think they finished three.
0: I, I dropped it after, I think, season two. Um, it just kind of... I don't know. I was just less interested in it. I might pick it back up on a rainy day. Um, maybe I'm just a bad TV watcher <laughs> for like the binging things. But like for things like Game of Thrones, I have not missed an episode. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: yeah, I haven't I haven't watched Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. I, I kind of got behind on it. I, I, I started watching the first episode. I, I just barely got through the first episode yeah and i just never got back into it and now i feel like it's so much to to catch up it's a it's a lot well it's like five what is it five seasons and an
0: hour apiece five times 12 times oh man that's (laughs) a lot especially if you it just seems so daunting that you have to just take a whole month off (laughs) and just binge it off but yeah i don't i don't know I, i i i like i guess i like both i don't I mean, I'll, I'll, what, if it's a good show, I'll do it either way, right? Like, I don't really care. But um, I, I I really do like kind of the, the ritual of, like, the weekly thing. Especially, like, um, if you have friends that you all kind of get together yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah. I know, like, Karina and Devin came over to watch House of Cards when that came out. And we we watched like three of them and by the end of three i was just like fatigued i was (laughs) like oh i can't do this anymore and then i like and then chelsea and i would watch like an episode or two like every weekend like and it felt good to kind of break it up a little bit um but i agree with you with the the kind of like running together like the the way that in in my memory like i couldn't name really anything that happened in an episode in the last season but like i know the arc so I don't know. I guess it's just kind of preferences. Please email us your feedback depending on how you like to watch TV shows. Um, But uh, yeah. So.
1: Yeah, I think that that uh, I think maybe wraps it up for us. Yeah, the holiday special. Yeah. (laughs) Jingle bells, jingle bells. We Um, will come back again, and we'll do one of these again before uh, six months from now.
0: Yeah, probably in 2016 though. Let's be realistic. Let's be (laughs) realistic. Um, cool so thanks for listening thank you for listening we'll see you next time